Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to this episode of Pro. Today, me and Daniel talk about Garfield 2, A Tale of Two Kitties. They made a second one? Well, I mean, technically, it's not Garfield 2, A Tale of Two Kitties. Right. It's just Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties, but it's tail like a cat's tail, like kitty cats, and there's two tails. I hate there's this. There's two kitties. Um, I yeah. thought that this wasn't the worst movie <laughs> we've watched. No. I, I think the, um, the Shyamalan goggles have just finally worn off. Yeah, that's, that is true. They haven't fully worn off for me yet. But it's, yeah. I went into this movie a little apprehensive, and me, Bobbin, and Josh watched it together, and they were both like, "Oh, quit being so cynical! Like, like it's gonna be fine. It's just gonna be a fun little quirky Garfield movie." And then by the end, they all also hated it. Um, Especially Josh. Little Garfield movie for most of it. I would say maybe the first act was a fun, quirky little I, Garfield movie. I like the first two acts. I think. I don't. At I least, don't know. The, I like at least half of this movie. The stuff after they swap, after they swap bodies, <laughs> right, or places. After the princess swap. After the prince and Garfield swap, that's when I'm kind of out of it. I'm kind of like, eh. Uh, well, I was I was kind of out of it the whole movie. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so we're gonna talk about it, and we're gonna talk about Garfield: A Tale of Two Kitties. But one thing I want to mention before we we really get into it is I was looking at some of the promotional material for this movie, like I was looking at the uh, like the posters and whatnot, and they all have the exact the exact same weird quirk about them where Garfield is squinting in all of them, like Garfield the Cat from the Garfield the Cat comic books. He squints. But he doesn't do that in the movie, ever, and in every poster he does it, and so it really threw me off. He doesn't squint even once in the movie? That can't be true. (laughs) That's another thing, too. All of the other animals are real animals, and so if you're going for... for... That, That was another weird thing. The... So I know this is a really weird nitpick, but the the continuity of animal communication in this movie was lost on me. There's only one that can't talk. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's Odie. Is it just because he's is it's it just, just he's dumb? Is is that is that that's meant to that's be, what like, we established last night. We established Odie's last just night. A fucking idiot. Yes, we established last night that Odie oh. likely has some sort of <laughs> mental problem. Josh is joining us now. He's he's late. I'm docking his pay. Um, oh no, no, I'm gone, no, please. No, but, no, but no. What's funny about it is, yeah, like Odie has some sort of mental disorder and Garfield keeps bullying him for it. <laughs> right. And then, and then Prince starts bullying him for it. No, nah, Prince Prince no, was Prince, nice. No, to, no, Prince, he, he was famous for Yeah, he right. called he called him a gentleman and a scholar. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Here's my thing. If you're going to use real animals and you're going to make a live-action Garfield movie and Garfield is a cat, do you need a stylized CGI cat or can you get a real cat? No, I, I think I think I'm glad they went with the stylized cuz I don't think 
well, a like, normal cat. Like there, there are yeah, there are fat orange tabby cats, but it's right. they don't do it like stylized. Gar- yeah, like I think I think stylized CGI Garfield works. I don't know. Maybe you could have put that cat in like prosthetics. Get the cat from uh, get the cat from Stuart Little. Don't you know, get, don't get the cat from Stuart Little. Get the cat oh, from yeah. Stuart Little and and we give were, him some hair dye. Well, like, we were when we were watching it. Uh, you, you made a point of saying, "Why is Garfield CG? Why not? Why not do everyone the CG? Or why not get a real cat for Garfield?" And at the time, I was just thinking maybe they couldn't train a cat in time. You know, dogs are pretty easy to train, but cats probably require a bit more work. Uh, and then they 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 showed the rest of the real animals, and they were all trained really really well. <laughs> like and not only that, they made a cow bow. They made a cow made bow a cow down cow to his king. Yeah, a yeah. Bull. That, as soon as that happened, in my mind, I just went, okay, yeah, no, I think I, I don't know what the, the clue was. I don't know what's happening in this movie. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I've lost the plot. Like, yeah. it, and there was know. no plot to begin with. I just wish that was I consistent. Like, uh, I like John Arbuckle. He's a funny little fella. Yeah, I liked uh, I liked Argyle no, was, from Stranger he was Things. A, he was a good character. <laughs> he, yeah, like he, Jonathan Arbuckle. So we'll we'll go into the plot. So. It opens with opening narration. It kind of. So we open with opening narration, and we don't open on Garfield because we had a whole movie dedicated to him. And maybe I'd like this better had I seen the first one. Um, That's that's what I kept thinking. But then I also... (laughs) I don't think that's true. Yeah. like I, I feel like I would enjoy the first Garfield less than I enjoyed this. Because this one's such a weird... A weird right. concept for a movie, because it's like, how do you make a Garfield movie, right? Like you make him hate Mondays. Yeah, like I, I'm, tr- I'm well, trying to imagine what a plot to the first Garfield movie would have been. Like I'm thinking, or this movie barely had a plot. He 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 hates Mondays. That's, right. He you know, loves loves lasagna. Loves, loves lasagna. Uh, that's it. I'm <laughs> yeah, thinking. That's what you need. I'm thinking the first Garfield movie is likely. It was, an def- or- it was definitely something. Yeah, it was something about um, John meeting Liz. And, and, and him, yeah. him not liking her because she's a vet and he's racist <laughs> and he's misogynistic. So <laughs> right, um, I think that's implied. That is that is canon and yeah, <laughs> Garfield, the Garfield that, that he that he hates women. Well, <laughs> also Mondays. So <laughs> he, right, he hates, yeah. he hates women and he hates uh, uh, people with with who are stupid, especially <laughs> dogs. Correct. So. So um, we open on opening narration. There's opening narration, and this narrator, who's a British man, I think it was the butler who did the narration. Uh, It wasn't. I I looked it up. the The guy who did the narration is pretty famous. It doesn't matter. Um, It was uh, John Jingleheimer Schmidt. Actually, his name is my name. Actually, Daniel, we share a name. Uh, whenever we wild. go out, it's super weird because people are always like yelling at us. Anyway, back to the plot. Oh, uh, the 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 narrator was a guy called Roscoe Lee Brown. Oh uh, uh, yeah, real real famous guy. Roscoe yeah, Brown, the uh, the air conditioning unit man. He was uh, he's in a lot of stuff. He was in Epic Movie as the narrator. Uh, oh, apparently he was the voice of Kingpin in the Spider Man animated series. Ah. Uh. All right, so we open on opening narration, and it starts breaking down this plot, and we don't we don't get to Garfield, like we don't we're we're not going to Garfield. Instead, we go to a castle, and it's the same castle that they used for. What did they use it for? Oh, it was in Bridgerton, which is a show I've seen. 
uh, and I thought it was the castle from X-Men First Class. It is not. It's a different castle. Anyway, so so we open on this castle, and this woman has just died. Uh, and she was the owner of the estate. Like, it was her castle. It was her land. All of the stuff. So she owned it. And instead of leaving it to her nephew because she didn't have any children, she decides to leave it to her cat. Her cat named Prince, who is voiced by whom? Josh, who voices Prince uh, the Cat? Tim Curry. Tim Curry yeah, voices Prince the Cat. Tim Curry. Pennywise himself. Yeah. Uh, and he does great. The He's one episode of Psych. Prince the Cat is my favorite character in this movie. Um, I'm a big fan of Prince the Cat. And we'll we'll get there as we go. But so he gets left the estate. Um, and the British man who is the nephew is really upset about it because he's like, they left it to a cat. I had all of these plans for what I was going to do when my aunt died. Yada yada the, yada. Um, just, just for reference, British man. Yeah, I was gonna say just for reference, the British man is Billy Connolly, who has been in just, just so many things. Um, yeah, yeah nobody cares. He's British, British, Josh. He's a very British comedian. I, I, I British I people can only rise. British man. British people can only stand. rise to true fame when they do an American accent and pretend to be an American person. That's the only time they can be truly I... famous. What do you guys think of the ferret getting drunk in this movie? Do you like that? You I like did. I liked that a little bit. bit. Yeah, I was a fan. Also so a fan of that after this, we cut back to Garfield in his little suburban neighborhood with his owner, John Arbuckle, and his dog, Odie, the dog. Uh, and John Arbuckle has decided that he's going to propose to his girlfriend, Liz, who Garfield does not like, for she is a woman and a vet. That, that's weird enough in its own, because you think, like, with the, the progression of the first one is, he doesn't like Liz, and then by the end of the movie, he likes Liz. And so in this movie, you think he would like Liz and, and wouldn't mind, you know, John settling down with her. Josh, yeah, but he's there's it's no, Garfield, there's no, no consistency between the two Garfields. Well, it, how, do you, it, how do you know that that's the plot of the first Garfield? We were just spitballing. We don't know that for sure. Have you seen the first Garfield movie? I might. <laughs> okay. So Garfield's upset. He hides the wedding ring. He um he eats the entire raw Thanksgiving turkey, which is just not fully cooked. Me and Bob been talked about that for minutes. Uh, so he eats the entire Thanksgiving turkey. He hides the he hides the ring. She has to go because she came over to tell John mm. um that she is. She's got this offer to go over to England to check out this woman's estate. Like that's that's what she gets to go right. do. We don't do much focusing on her throughout the movie. We just know that that's what she's going to do because she's a vet, which is fine. I don't I don't really mind not focusing on her too much because I don't care about her. Um, so John Arbuckle decides, and this is kind of where the plot really kicks off. He decides that he is going to propose. And so he's going to fly to London to do so. So he drops off uh, Odie and Garfield, the dog and cat, respectively. Um, real, real quick, Josh, the uh, the plot of Garfield the yeah, film. Well, I just, I just it up, yeah. It's it's about him and uh, Odie, Odie uh, yeah. growing to like each other. It, so, it's Toy uh, Story, but an idiot. Although he also story. doesn't like Odie in this, so your points does still stand. Right. I don't know that he doesn't the, the, not like him as much as he. He just bullies him. Abuses him. him. Abuses yeah. him and he, kicks a, him. he acts like a big brother towards him. Right. But he's also he, the worst. He's also just a horrible asshole. I uh, I also, I didn't this last night when we were watching Daniel. Um, but under you were Garfield watching too, me? That's weird. 
in Garfield 2, I was looking at the trivia on IMDb, and there's one piece of trivia that just says, Citizen Kane walked so Garfield 2 could eat the Zagna. <laughs> True. So. That's a fact. It's on the trivia. <laughs> at the boarding place, Garfield and Odie break out of their room in the board, which led to my favorite joke in the movie, which was Garfield, like, banging on the glass like it was prison. <laughs> that was great. Like, oh, yeah. And so, he, you can't do this. I have rights. Yeah. He, like, he starts <laughs> reading his Miranda rights to himself. <laughs> it was great. Bro thinks he saw good, man. <laughs> so, he, he breaks out, and he jumps in John Arbuckle's car. They drop his clothes, and they hide in his suitcase so that they can go on the plane to London. And so, they go to London and uh that's kind of this is kind of where our plot really kicks off we got the we got the a plot which is prince and his <laughs> just every time you say plot it makes you laugh because the plot is very loose i mean oh, man it's, it's a plot it's 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 a situation i think this has just <laughs> as much of a plot as yogi bear 2 well yes but that's not saying much <laughs> right, especially since the movie doesn't exist. Yogi Bear, Yogi Bear Two doesn't have much of a plot in the first place. <laughs> it was just it a rehash of Yogi Bear One. <laughs> it's just a rehash of Yogi Bear One. Yeah. Um. So so we have our A plot, which is Prince and his estate, and all of the animals who 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 live there, because the woman who lived there before just loved animals. Uh, like farm animals, she loved house animals, she just loved animals. There's a racist parrot who doesn't like the barn animals. And so they're, they're all of them. Closest, and closest and, this, and right. this, the nephew, he wants to get rid of the animals to put up a, a bunch of condos or something next to the castle. Um, right. well, yeah, he wants to get rid of the castle so that he could renovate it all. And typical um, rich villain plot. He wants to tear down the, the good thing that's good for the environment and animals and make big money thing to make money from well josh he doesn't want to tear money. down the castle the castle would would stay there's just condos next to the castle so that the tourist can come and walk past the castle but right. they can stay in the he, just, he wants to tear down the the woods and the, the, right, and the that, barn. That yeah let's tear down the woods and the barn so so they would all be kicked out so they need prince to stay as the um Owning, they need Prince to continue to own the estate for as long as possible, so that this guy doesn't get the power to rid the animals of their home. Um, but evil British man picks up Prince, also known as Fake Garfield, in a picnic basket, which is a running theme, and he throws him in the river, and he winds up in in the sewer. And this is where the movie falls apart for me. I really enjoy it up to this point. <laughs> this is where the movie falls apart. This this is where I like. I there's some stuff throughout the rest of it that I still like, but this is where I don't care as much. I love the idea of rich posh Garfield and regular Garfield having to swap place for a time. Like I I think that's a brilliant concept to base this movie on. I just think I, think I think brilliant is maybe maybe a stretch, but yeah, I, think, <laughs> I see where you're coming from. <laughs> it was it was an idea. You're right. Yeah, um, it was it was at least a plot. I'll, I'll give it that. This is the attack of the clones of concepts. <laughs> um, so Garfield decides to leave the hotel room to go and search for John so that John can't propose to Liz. And so he, him and Odie leave. 
and Garfield hates women. <laughs> and so as he's <laughs> as he's walking down the street, the butler, who is just Alfred, just straight up Alfred right. from Batman the Animated Series, looks like him, talks like him. He's a British butler, um, which I guess every British butler technically is Alfred. Uh, but anyway, so so he sees Garfield the cat. And he picks up Garfield, the cat, and he thinks he's Prince because the humans can't understand the cat's talking. Uh, and Garfield, the cat's freaking out a little bit, but then there's there's a there's a, a mince pie in the car, which Josh claims is a Christmas food. So I'm assuming this movie takes place at Christmas time. And he eats the entire pie, and then he goes to the castle to live his life of luxury. At the same time that he does this, Prince, the cat, gets out of the sewer. <laughs> And gets found by John Arbuckle and taken back to John Arbuckle's hotel room. So now they have effectively swapped bodies. And that's the first act of our movie. It, it, yeah. That, well, that, that that is the only part of the movie, really, that has a plot. Because everything after this is just... Oh, man, there is the, the plot of Garfield not liking British food and British Garfield liking I mean, that's just... As someone who eats British food, it's not a plot. That's just life. <laughs> yeah, I um, I really thought what they were going to do, and this is what I would have loved to have seen them do, is I really thought they were gonna do like the reversal where Garfield hates his <coughs> his spot as royalty. Because uh, you would think he would love that, right? Like, he gets to be right. lazy all the time. He gets to eat all the food he ever wants. It's it's Garfield's perfect situation. Right, he, gets, he gets waited on, like, by a, a butler who cares for him. So the traditional thing that you would do in this is Garfield would love that situation, and uh, Tim Curry Cat Prince would hate his situation. And what I was really hoping they would do, because it would have been something interesting, is, like, role reverse it those. It something. Where, where Garfield likes his position or, or Garfield hates his position, and Prince the Cat loves his. And so when Garfield's like, I want to go back to John Arbuckle, Prince the Cat turns into the bad guy, and he's like, no, I will not let you. Like, I think that would have been that would have been something interesting that they could have done, but they don't really do that. They both just kind of, at the end, come around. But just, I, don't, I won't spoil it. Other up. Yeah, they just dap each other up, and they become best friends. But I won't spoil the ending of this movie, even though I just it's did. <laughs> I do want to say because this is after this point is when Garfield starts interacting with a lot of the uh, the animals who live in the castle, <laughs> and it the, the thing that surprised me I'll, I'll say I guess is that first off his the the British version of Odie was voiced by Bob Hoskins and there he wasn't was the British other... version of Odie he was he just was another just, dog, just dog. Oh, yeah <laughs> yeah but he, he was the dog best friend of of the Garfield cat. But Odie is not Garfield's best friend. Well, that's in Garfield one. That's the plot development, don't. Well, and also this no, dog was not his best, best friend. friend. He was he was it's a servant. Just, it's just and the, the plot of Garfield one isn't them becoming best friends. It's just them not being enemies. There's <laughs> there's a lot of in between between not no. hating each other and being best friends. No. <laughs> okay. Um, also, this enough. dog this dog was dog Alfred. He wasn't he right. wasn't yeah. Odie. Yeah. No, he's dog Alfred. Um, but he was voiced by Bob Hoskins, which I'm not entirely sure why. Uh, there was also the um, because the, um, the dog, the the Tom and Jerry, the big comical the Tom and Jerry dog. 
Mm-hmm. No, no, it's like a uh, or something. Yeah, that was voiced by Vinnie Jones, who uh, yeah, most people um, know as Juggernaut from X Men. Most people know as sounding like uh, Jason Statham, because that's who I thought it sounded like <laughs> when I heard him. Vinnie yeah. Jones and was then, a footballer who became an actor. But the, no, the thing, the standout yeah, actor, Statham. the standout actor from from the animals is the little British mouse. He says, oh no, everybody, we've got to be careful or they'll kill us. Because that's what Josh sounds like in my head when he speaks. <laughs> and so I love hearing that's it. That's what Josh sounds like when he speaks. <laughs> that, what, that's what I'm going to say is that a lot of the animals in this movie are voiced by British actors, yet they got them to say, like, oi, Gov, what's going on, Gov? No. <laughs> Are we going to get some British people one? talk? What do you mean? I've never heard anyone say "guff" in my life. Josh, do your impression of the mouse. Do it right now. I, I can't remember what the mouse sounds like. Oi, governor! It's me, I'm the mouse from Garfield 2, a tale of two kitties! Alright, governor. Who would win in a fight? Um, the mouse from Garfield 2, a tale of two kitties, or Stuart Little? Definitely Stuart Little. Stuart, Little. Stuart Little's from Stuart the streets. Little. Stuart Little, but only because he would cheat. You know good and well Stuart Little's got a tiny little Stuart Little-sized gat that he is strapped up with at all times. I don't know that good and he's well. Got, I, don't know if, I don't know if he's got a gat. He's definitely got a, a knife, a, a piece of metal that he has sharpened right. over years. Yeah, I, absolutely. Got, yeah, he's got some sort of shiv in, in one of his little shoes. Point is, he I has have, a, he has a mouse-sized weapon, and this mouse does not. Would you are you gonna tell me that Dolly Mini has lied to me about the images it showed me? Um, yes. <laughs> no, no, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> you, li- my brother in Christ, you made those images. <laughs> um, so all of the animals are now coping with having Garfield as their leader. They don't love Garfield like he's not Prince. They really liked Prince. Um, well, they're keeping him around because the Billy because Connery, they, need, they need to use him. Yeah, yeah. Even, Billy Connolly, a British man wants to kill them and serve them to the guests at his new condominiums. <laughs> right, and then uh, he keeps trying to call the lawyer and be like, hey, yeah, the cat's dead. I, it, you know, drowned by itself. Yeah, Miracle. I didn't... I didn't... I didn't quite... Who, who did this, was the... the blonde lady that he was hitting on? That, that was the was person that just someone who... Like, was that just like an investor that was gonna... Right. I think that was just place. like that, that was a person who uh, yeah, and then he was also just trying to date rape. <laughs> like, he was being very <laughs> creepy towards <laughs> Right. Yeah. Um, that was a weird subplot. But I guess he's the bad guy, so you can do stuff like that, really, but it was weird. It didn't really go anywhere though. Like there was and no it, point. And other it was than played for jokes, which is why well, it was right. It does go it does go somewhere in the third act. The movie takes a very big twist that we'll get into. Yeah, we'll get into that. Ah, I don't know. Twist is the right word. But uh, sure. it's, a, it's a twist. It so, is a twist because I wasn't expecting it whatsoever. So for the middle of the movie, what we see is basically just them adjusting to their new lives because they basically settled in. Well, Prince kind of wants to escape at first until he eats lasagna and then he wants to stay. Um, right. And then there's probably the best scene in the movie where all the farm animals make a lasagna together. And then Which they is go just crazy yeah, that was, that was genuinely like like a, a very a very wholesome enjoyable scene. Except for, think about all you know about Garfield. Would Garfield ever make his own lasaga? 
I don't think he would. No, I think he's too he lazy. Was, I think I th- he's too think, lazy and I fat. Think he would. I think he would if that was the only way he could get lasagna. I think he loves lasagna more than he hates doing things. I think he would probably just send the butler to the store to get a frozen lasagna. Nah. I don't think so. How would he do that? How would the butler understand him? I don't know. He kept bringing room service to him. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think I don't think he could specify what he wanted. I think he just ra- he just rang no, the bell. because the, and then... the prince had a favorite food too that the butler would always bring to him: the Carlisle mm. log. Yeah, and he didn't he didn't bring him that till like the movie was almost over. Yeah, well, that's what led into the lasagna scene. Do you think Garfield can write? Like, like Garfield just slips um, a piece of paper to the butler gonna... that just says Lasaga. <laughs> Lasaga. Um, I don't know, man. I don't. So, so yeah. So we see number one, John Arbuckle oh, takes no. both Garfield and Odie to a sports bar, which is this is like the weirdest part of the movie. Because, well, I say that the third act really ties down, but. This this entire section of the film, it doesn't really have. Would much you call because... this a film? <laughs> <laughs> I would. I, I, yeah, I would. But like the, this entire section of the the movie, I guess, um, it, it's it kind of gets across what it's trying to get across within five minutes, which is, oh, Garfield lives a life of luxury, <laughs> and he's not a massive fan, or apparently he is a massive fan, even though he shouldn't be, and then. Uh, Prince is enjoying his new thing. And it just goes on and on and on for 30 minutes. The, the, for no reason. The middle act of this movie really drags. Not as much as the third act, but we'll get there. Because it's we, like... See, I, I, don't think the, the time, I don't think the third act dragged. I think it was just... A mess. It just, it just felt like a fever dream. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> up until like the very, very end of that, I think it does. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that here momentarily. It's right. but this part of the movie, it like nothing happens. And I get that they're setting up the ending, but the beginning was just setting up the middle. And it's like nobody has any real sort of arc. Nobody really I guess Garfield goes to learns Garfield to understand learned, John more. Like I Yeah, he learns to appreciate John and to to um not be misogynistic. <laughs> no as misogynistic. He's still yeah, right. pretty apprehensive by the end of the movie. But nobody else uh, learns anything except for the nah, bad he guy. Wasn't, he he wasn't apprehensive. He 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 showed that he was he was accepting of the marriage because he he brought the the yeah, ring. ring yeah. he, he basically proposed to Liz for John. We didn't mention the joke earlier in the movie where Garfield oh, yeah, that, thought that, was, that, that John was, was proposing one. to him. I was, that was I was a big fan of that. Um, but it it's. It, this movie has made me want to watch the first Bill Murray Garfield movie because I feel like I would enjoy that one more. I think right. well, maybe it's it's incredible how much Bill Murray like just phones it in for this. Oh, yeah. Bill Murray cares less than I've ever heard a voice actor playing a CGI animal care about the character. Tim Curry cares more than Garfield, it and he really like, doesn't well, care either. I mean, all yeah. the other voice actors seem to care more than Garfield. Everybody this movie, in this movie cares more than Bill movie, Murray and Tim Curry. This movie actively focuses on everything but Garfield and Prince because it knows they don't care. Yeah. I like well, Prince more than I like Garfield. I like right. the Prince scenes, I, which is weird because I'm watching a Garfield movie. I shouldn't want to keep cutting back to 
British Garfield. What did you guys? Uh, what you guys think of the uh, the one scene that I remembered from this movie before I watched it last night, which was the uh, the fake mirror scene in the garden? What did you guys think of that one? So I like so that scene is one that I remembered was the fake mirror scene, and I also remembered I also remembered the scene of Garfield and Odie just running through England when Odie pees on the dude's shoe. Mm, and yeah, says, I remember that. Oh and no. I um, Garf- or fake Garfield eats lasagna and likes it scene. I don't know that I've actually seen this movie before. I thought I had, but I'm pretty sure that's just a trailer scene, and I've seen the trailer for this movie. Maybe, maybe that's the overarching thing for this this sweep is that Dalton thinks he's seen these movies, but he's just seen <laughs> trailers. I saw Yogi Correct. Bear. I just thought it was the sequel. No, you saw you saw Yogi Bear too. <laughs> yeah, you saw Yogi Bear too. You never seen the first Yogi Bear. And I, um, well, the overarching theme for this movie is people saying racial slurs. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, not Pete. Just 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 the evil mustachioed British man. <laughs> yeah, but Yogi Bear also said it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so surprisingly, though, Stuart Little didn't, which is the one that you would expect. He lies about what he is. He, he knows. Well, no, Stuart Little was just about racism. So <laughs> Right. The theme of the theme of Real Sweep is racism is what we've gotten to. <laughs> Correct. That's the Don't, point we're at. Don uh kept asking me throughout the um throughout the recording. Is this representative of England in real life? <laughs> I was I was also thinking that. That's it is that, not. I'll, I'll just say this right now. It isn't. It, I mean, it's for reaching, for better or for worse. <laughs> it's reaching to a very specific point of British culture, which is uh, the, like royalty and regalcy, where it, it's all very posh and all very rich. But even then, you know, the the point I was thinking of was when John gets into the uh, the hotel. I have never seen a hotel like that. You don't get people who help you carry your bags up to the, the room. You don't give them tips. They they won't shape you up for you, which is... That was a weird scene. Um, I just... It was like... It was a caricature of English culture. What do your people talk like this? All right, everybody. We're going to pause for just a second for some ads. And we're back. I think that was even... I, I don't think that the the concierge or whatever um waiter guy was meant to be a, a british character i think that was just a uh, stereotypical hotel caricature right. it was yeah because i remember a character like that in uh home alone 2 lost in new york <laughs> and the british. sweet life of zach and cody true his name was esteban and he's wearing the same outfit um true this this section of the podcast we call stalling because we've gone through the plot too quickly <laughs> But I right, guess we can, we can go to for the Bobbin end. to join. <laughs> we can go to the end because the third act because well, it's it's not only that, but also this movie has very little of a plot to talk about. Yeah, it's there's not much happening. to talk about. It's just I think we'll we'll, we'll talk things. about the third act for quite a bit. So we can we can go ahead and start there. Well, the, the third act is when it goes it goes from being a, a kind of mid movie to just batshit insane. See, you say that, but that's like three minutes at the very end of the movie. When the, th- the third act starts with the mirror scene that Daniel was talking about, and then right. for the next 25 minutes, it's it's so unbelievably boring, 
And me and Bobbin were talking about this as we were watching, because we were talking throughout the whole movie. We were like laughing at stuff that was bad. We were talking yeah, about stuff that was fun. Must have been nice to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel was there. Um, and, and and then this started, and it was silence. So like the mirror <laughs> scene happens, and that's a fun little fun little thing. And then Prince and Garfield finally meet, and the bad guy is trying to catch Prince. Um, and Garfield says he's going to go back home to John Arbuckle and Prince just gives up. He's like, he's like, well, it's me, Tim Curry, and I'm going to give up. That's not what Tim My, Curry sounds like. Jeez, man. Tim Curry sounds nothing <laughs> like that. What I did earlier was better. But, you know, we'll, we'll leave it here. It's like, I'm going to give up. We're going to move. We're going to find a new home. And then all of the other animals are like, okay, yeah, sure. Garfield's like, No. That's not what we're going to do. We're going to fight and we're going to show him who's boss because I'm Garfield, a tale of two kitties. And so they they hatch this plot. They basically, um, they they Toy Story him um, by trying to make him think he's crazy because there's two cats. Like they, the, it's the thing they did at the end of toy story with Sid, where he found out the animals talked and he lost his mind because his brain melted. They try to do that. Um, but then it's just like a 25 minute chase scene. And me and Bob and we're talking about it while we were watching. And we were like, man, this is, and Bob just said, this is boring. Like this is so boring. Cause it is nothing happens. And it goes on for so long and then it gets crazy. And I like this part. Like, it's it's nuts, but I enjoy it. Um, I, I really re- liked the, the crazy, wacky stuff, but there just, <laughs> just, just wasn't as there, there much crazy, wacky stuff oh, it, it was as him I would hope from around a Garfield house. movie. It was him walking around the house, and then occasionally he would see Garfield, and he would go, ah! and then people would ask why he's screaming, and he would just say, nothing. And move on, and, it and was it's just and they, they did that bit so, so many, many times, times. Like because it it's just... it's twenty five minutes of that. It's twenty five minutes of oh, there's a cat. What? Nothing. Let's go to a different room. Oh, there's a cat. And then, uh, and then he tried to to get the dog. They he tried to get um um. Uh, Jason Statham dog to kill him, but then he did. Right, right. We didn't even death. talk about that part. That, that, yeah. that plot line that went nowhere whatsoever. <sighs> nah, and the dog it, it eats his to, pants. Um, yeah. It, well, he, the, he, he gets like a Doberman and he tries to train him to kill Garfield because his entire, you know, just shoot the cat. He was out right. shooting uh, uh, what would you call clay pigeons earlier. Yeah, he so was skeet shooting. Yeah, but if, if, the, if the dog if he kills the cat, it's obvious he killed the cat, and he can't kill the cat because then he, he loses he put, the estate. He threw it in a river. Cat, yeah, he put the cat in a picnic basket and threw it in the river. Yeah, that could happen accidentally. <laughs> if it comes back that he killed or got rid of the cat, then he loses the estate. They established that, so he gets the yeah, dog so just, to do it, so it's a freak accident. Just shoot the cat and then throw it in the river. No yeah. one noticed the first time. Yeah, right. I guess. You're right. My bad. My B. Um, I think there's a plot hole in this movie. I'm really holding out. because So here's here's where we're at. This is the climax. So our, our evil man... Does anybody know his actual name? Um, uh, <laughs> Lord Lord Dungy or something. Oh, yeah. Lord, Lord Ducky. Um, yeah. Doggis. 
Yeah, Lord D- Lord Dungus. That's what it was. <laughs> so Lord, yeah. so Lord Dung Beetle. He he's got two things going on. He's about to get the estate signed over to him because Garfield is is or or Prince is gone. So he's about to get the estate signed over to him, and also he's about to sell the land to build the condo. So he's got these two things going on and both people are meeting him at the same time to do both of these things. So he's got to get it signed over to him first and then he's got to sign the paperwork with the the lady who he was creepily sexually assaulting earlier in the movie uh, to get the condos <laughs> right. built. So those are our two those are our two main uh, build-ups and we're, we're at the climax of those two things. They keep moving around from room to room to room because he keeps seeing the cats or what he thinks is one cat at the moment, and it keeps keeps following him around. And, right. he, and, if, he, and if they see the cat, they know that it's alive and he can't get the state. Correct, yes. If they see the cat, then it's all, it's all over. So he's moving them around from room to room to room. And then we get to the climax of the movie, which is he gets them all in the same room together. He realizes that they have been working together, and they see the cat. And they actually see both of them. They see both Garfield and Prince in the same room, at the same time. And so when this happens, um, he picks up a crossbow. <laughs> this this, this, is, not, where, this is where I started to like the movie again. This, this I, is yeah, where I'm it sure. re-engaged me. He picks up a crossbow. As soon as he like started this. going full postal, I was I was back on board. I, he, he, well, he gets a crossbow and then he holds people hostage. Right, and he's, he's, he's at arrow point. <laughs> It was trying such a quick to jump. Yeah, because yeah. up to this really point, weird. up to this point, he's been like, he's been like seedy businessman, whatever, and now right. he's a murderer. Like, yeah, it was, it was attempted, a really weird attempted murderer. Jump. My client did nothing. It's it's such a weird <laughs> sure. jump to go from I'm trying to get rid of this cat to I'm literally gonna shoot you with a crossbow if you don't sign this paperwork. Um. And so as he's freaking out, and the cats are there, and they're trying to save the day, and he's uh, attempting to shoot these people, John Arbuckle comes in. Uh, the dog bites him first. Had a nice heroic moment. That yeah, that, that I guess that dog eating pant thing had that was payoff, I guess. So the dog bites him in the crotch. He drops his crossbow. John Arbuckle gets it. And holds this man at gunpoint. Liz is there because that's the whole reason she was in England to begin with was to be here for this. Um, so John Arbuckle is holding our our antagonist at arrow point while he picks up another gun, and then that's when he gets bit by the dog, I guess. Where he drops the gun. Like it's it's insane. Just this whole thing happens in the last like five minutes of the movie. Um and so the police come in and they arrest our our British friend. Garfield walks been, up. The movie's been tame enough up to this point. Like it's been wacky, but it's not been insane. And then within three seconds, he picks up a crossbow and attempts to murder people. It's not even that it hasn't been insane up until this point, because it's. I mean, the the concept itself is is an insane premise. But it's just, it's not the same kind of insanity that was established with this character. It was just, like, it was it was like he just had a schizophrenic break, which I guess works, maybe. I, I like that. He had his I, Joker I like moment. Funny. Right. 
I like he's a funny British man. And so so he gets arrested, whatever. John Arbuckle decides, this is the time I need to propose. <laughs> and so, <laughs> as, so, as a man is being dragged out and he's clawing his way back into the room. And, so, and he's saying, this is my place. He can't find his ring. Um, and then Garfield walks up with the ring in his mouth, symbolizing, I support this now. Um, and Garfield proposes to Liz. And it's it's this happy ending, and she says yes, and it's great. And then I guess they get to stay in the castle. Yeah, um, they're there for the post credits. I mean, they mm. the, the rest of this movie they never go back home. Hmm, interesting. So you think that was a setup for Garfield three? Possibly a, a tale of three kitties. Yeah, I I think it it is. It's there's a third cat. Garfield and Prince have a baby. <laughs> it's it's it's, uh, it's like a cat from France that comes over to visit for diplomatic relations, and then it gets another mix up between all three of them. <laughs> he the the French cat ends up in the English castle. Garfield ends up in France, and uh, Prince ends up back in with John Argyle. <laughs> but if John Arbuckle yeah. lives in the castle, what does that what does that imply, Josh? How do uh, John John, Ar- John Arbuckle and Liz get a divorce, and Liz keeps the castle. <laughs> and Garfield. How you doing, Bob? And we're 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 writing um our our Garfield three fan film. Oh, nice! I can help with that. <laughs> yeah. So we just talked about the third act of the movie, which you hated as much as I did, uh, up yes. until the the last five minutes where it gets interesting. Would you like to just share your thoughts on the twenty five minute chase scene where nothing happens? <laughs> Uh, you barely even call it a chase scene. Like it's yeah. It was. I don't know it what is, that scene it, was. Just, it was just like it's nothing. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was just boring slapstick with no charm. It was barely it, even slapstick though. Nothing like, happened. I mean, it was like slapstick. Yo, look how goofy he's. He's gonna fall. Ooh. That was that was kind of and, it. And then he holds them at gunpoint. Like that's <laughs> no. At, well, no, yeah, no, no, he does. He pulls out the blunderbuster after John. No, takes no. The what got me was John pulling out the crossbow. I was like, <laughs> who wrote that in? <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad they did. At that point, I'm back on board I'm because it's something that's happening. But the contrast between right. the 25 minutes of nothing, contrast 25 with, minutes of of Billy Connolly going. Hey, uh, can I have the castle yet? Can I have the castle yet? And then the castle. Five... Oh my God, that's a cat! Oh wait, there's that. Wait, I just saw that cat. There now the cat's there. How did the cat move so quickly? And then he's just and then him shooting, shooting trying to shoot people and murder them. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, it's, all been a, there. it's so weird. <laughs> the the twist is that, is that there's actually two kitties. A tale. Of, this is a tale of two kitties. No, no, no. no. It is uh, it. See, so you say that, and I can tell by your inflection that you mean a tail as in T-A-L-E, but it is not. It is no, a T-A-I-L, I, well, as I saying, meaning as these I was two cats that, I was share thinking, one tail. I was, as, as I was saying that, I was thinking, do you think they toyed around with having that as the actual title? It is the actual title. It is. That is the title of the movie. <laughs> the title is A Tale, T-A-I-L, of Two Kitties. <laughs> the title is Giant and in a Trench Coat. <laughs> I, I have nobody to, gets uh, that reference except for us. And it was so funny, you just slipping it in. 
I I hate this movie. Oh, would, have you guys? Did you guys talk about how uh, the Prince CGI was much worse than the Garfield CGI? No, That's but you've true. been here, so you know that we haven't talked about it. I, 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 I might we could have mentioned up. that at the beginning before Josh was here. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So Prince's CGI is significantly worse than Garfield's, which is weird because it's the same model. It's the exact same CG <laughs> model. Yeah, but it didn't change anything. Working like the Garfield scenes were probably priority. They were, uh, you know, well the, these were the v, the v, v, oh. Yeah. I'm finding the whole joke out. Uh, It's time for the classic segment of the podcast, which is Josh doesn't understand what a word means and or can't say a word. I I was trying to say VFX artist and my mind my mind and mouth wouldn't let me communicate with each other. Man. I got a a, Garfield 2, a tale of two kitties. I gotta chime in and say how uh, how Garfield to attend the two kitties broke me. <laughs> me me personally, I am I am a Garfield enjoyer. Like I I'm a I'm a big Garfield fan. I got my Garfield you're big, calendar. You're big Garfield head. I'm a I'm a Garf head. Uh, <laughs> this movie was 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 not fun. This is <laughs> I we watched. Uh, I wasn't here for the podcast, but I watched Stuart Little, uh, and I that kind of like blew my expectations out of the wall. Stuart Little was good. This movie yeah, was not good. Was great. Stuart Stuart- Little wasn't even just good. It was genuinely we, we great. We really started on a, on a, the best night we could. Stuart and Little set this expectation of these movies can actually be not only enjoyable, but also like heartfelt and they can... Right. They, they can be genuinely well-made movies. Right. And then... Right. They can, they, watch Yogi Bear. <laughs> they can be a great adaptation while also being a good movie on its own. Well, the, so Yogi Bear, I think the problem was we still had Shyamalan glasses on when we watched Yogi Bear. And at this point, they have faded from me. Like, I, like the Shyamalan goggles are gone, and, and I can see this movie for what it truly is, which is horrible. <laughs> <clears throat> Like I said, the first 25 minutes or so are actually charming and fun and enjoyable. And they're good little character bits with these two little characters, even though the actors don't at all care about what they're doing. And there's a little British mouse who says, Oi, we got, we, we, they're going to kill us. We've got to be yeah. careful. And, and that's there's great. A, there's a ferret who's an alcoholic. And I there's like also, was what was the other, what was the other thing that, that got me? I don't even remember what it was at this point. Oh, it was in the Oliver Twist reference that Garfield makes when he says, "Please, oh, sir, may I have some more?" In a British act. No, it was it was Prince who made it, it about Prince, the lasagna. After he had lasagna, yeah, exactly. Mm, yeah. Uh, that was good. And then, but anything anything after they they truly switch places is just boring and nothing. And it's like it's all just getting to this point where evil British mustache man holds people at gunpoint and that's where we were building to and it's also it's worth a noting weird thing for us to be building to <laughs> but I are. worth noting that while i am a garf head uh, dalton is an anti-garf head so uh he kind of has a bias against garfield which may impact his enjoyment of this film a bias against the garf film i'm just not against the garf i'm just not a garf i'm just not a garf head you know i'm not an anti-garf head mm. i'm just not a big i'm not a big garf man it's it's not my you know this movie has made me less of a garf head 
than I than I was before. I think it's 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 more like you know I you know I was a big big golf head. I had I had lasagna and I hated Mondays and now I um I think I like Mondays. I guess that's where I'm at. It's like it's like I've always liked Mondays. You know, there's a guy there's a guy in this movie. Um, I don't know what role he played. It just says additional voices, but his name is Mark Sussman. <laughs> oh, that was that was a funny little bit too, where Garfield comes out to the people and he says, "I hate Mondays." So I'm decreeing like that there that. are no like more Mondays. Getting, liked him that he gets a bit of power, and that's the first thing he does is gets rid of Mondays. Uh, he, funny little he, cat. He says today <laughs> is now Tuesday. The cat like lasagna but don't like monday and he's <laughs> lasagna. fat and exactly. he also hates women <laughs> and, and he, he what bullies you think of that? people you, with special you, needs what do you think of um them making garfield a misogynist in this bobbin i mean i think it's pretty comics accurate <laughs> yeah true wait so is this a cbm <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay so we've talked about the plot of this movie. After after they defeat the bad guy, there's a big pool party at the castle, and then everybody's having a good time. And then, as the credits would in, insinuate, um, they don't leave the castle, so they inherit the castle. I guess like maybe Prince, uh, as the executor of the estate, tells them they can stay. How would Prince the cat, which they cannot understand, <laughs> relay this information to but them? But they can. That's the weird thing about the about both of the cats. Like oh they can't God, understand they just, them speaking, but they, they can sort of understand the realism. Them. Like they can sort of understand them, you know? It's a little odd and inconsistent. I mean, they can understand them as much as you can understand like a normal cat, like like when a cat be meowing by the food yeah, well, like, of like, How do you yeah, know and, and you can tell that a cat likes, likes how how, how does John Arbuckle know that Garfield the cat Wants a whole bowl of lasagna. How, How do you, you know get that to that Huey point? likes a specific probably, brand of food? It was probably set up in Garfield one. Yeah, and also, also the Garfield comics. Uh, yeah, you know Garfield likes lasagna. Yeah, and also like you know, cats will just eat stuff that they really like and really want to eat, and then not eat anything else. I don't know if that's true, but I think cats just be eaten. <laughs> right. No, they my my uh, I've got some survive. No, I've got a friend who uh, who has a cat, a particularly grumpy cat, very Garfield like, I might add. Um, I think he Garfield, and he he <laughs> refuses any like any she brand other. He think he Garfield. <laughs> he refuses any brand other than a specific type called Dreamies. I think that cat is just spoiled. Maybe. It, no, he's just a bit. Of, uh, he's fat. He's not getting yeah. fat eating that expensive food. That's what I'm... All right, so that's the end of the movie. Garfield is over. I didn't even finish that one. <laughs> <laughs> he probably gave up. <laughs> um, so Garfield 2, A Tale of Two Kitties, ends. A T-A-I-L of Two Kitties, it ends. And we celebrate. Um, I guess my, my, my thing with this movie, it kind of goes back... Like, like with Yogi Bear which we watched last week, Yogi Bear was bad, but it was the best possible version of that movie. Right. Well, it, it, it took yeah. the idea of Yogi Bear because the Yogi Bear formula is very simple. Yogi Bear wants food. He takes the food bear, from The bear picnics. wanted the picnic basket. Right. 
and that that they took that and they went, okay, how do we make this into a movie? Uh, you just you make it so that him stealing uh, picnic baskets makes the the park fail. You know, it's 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 simple, but it works. Garfield did not do that because it, it. I mean, it's kind of a miracle you get one movie out of Garfield, let alone two. But the, the oh, problem God, is, little... I feel like there's a lot of Garfield movie potential. This just doesn't. Well, the problem is, this isn't a bad concept for a Garfield movie. Uh, no, it is. Garfield and his rich British counterpart switching places and having to adjust and then eventually coming together. Like, it's it, this movie could have been fine. Not good, but fine. Like, Yogi Bear couldn't have been better than it was. This movie could have been significantly better than it was with some tweaks. And I guess that's where I'm at. Like, like you got Bill Murray playing Garfield. That's great. You know, you got Tim you have Curry. Bill Murray not wanting to play Garfield playing Garfield. <laughs> You've got Tim Curry playing British Garfield. That's great. Warner the idea Brothers. of British Garfield as a concept is hilarious to me. Like Warner, Warner Brothers said that Batgirl was cancelled because they didn't have enough faith in it. <laughs> and this studio put this out. They marketed this. <laughs> Was this... No, I actually have some fun little tidbits because I just Googled it. You know there's actually a Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties video game? I did know that. I did. Really? I did because I, I, I played it. Insane. <laughs> what, what, why? What is that video game? What? How? How? <laughs> you know. The lasagna. <laughs> it, it's just... It's <laughs> one, just of the, one of the levels in the game is you have to make the lasagna like they did in the movie. <laughs> Well, it's not no, that you have to I make like the lasagna, scene. but you have to you have to find the lasagna, and it's like a it's like a little collectible basically. I like the scene of Garfield making the lasagna. I'm like, wow, that's I, a I, I really love Garfield. That that was, there was, was from what I remember, Garfield. there was a there was a dance mini game where you like you had to input the right button prompts or whatever, and then Garfield would do dances on various things. What? Mm. Oh, Daniel, we didn't talk about it. At the end of the movie, Garfield and Prince have a little dance, and then they dap each other up. Mm, that is true. I think I think that, the, the dance was was after the dap up. The dap up was when they they beat up the mustachioed British man. That was the I most excited Dalton's ever sounded about a movie. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most excited I've ever heard Dalton sound. Yeah, and I was at his wedding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the the two kitties they dap up. Because they share a tale, right. a, a tale of two kitties, if you will. Um, they are two kitties with one tail. All right, final thoughts and best movie ever or worst movie ever. Bob, uh, and that's you go my first. favorite video. What? My favorite video. Two two, two kitties, two tails. Shut up! Please. Wow. Okay. Um, so, uh, if you are not Bobbin, but Daniel, you can go ahead. <laughs> if, if well, I'm. I'm Presenting a new a new prompt because I don't think I don't think I can answer the best or worst movie ever with this one because I think it's it's both <laughs> in my head. But if if this movie were being used as torture propaganda and you you were being deleted for government secrets, at what point would you would you give in and betray your country to stop watching this movie? Like how many watches? Like yeah. how many times would you watch it? Well, if if you think you could survive, or yeah, if, if you if you think you could get through it again, 
third act completely. I mean, I think I could watch it. See, if, if I got once. to the third act, I think I'd be able to. You've already watched it once. <laughs> I know yeah. I can watch it once because I did for this podcast. So it's not like I'm mean, playing I on repeat again. I think by the time it got to the the third act, the second time, that's when I'd I just I'd give up state secrets. I wouldn't care anymore. I I think. See, for me, I think it'd be the start of the second watch because I'd know what I'd be going into. And I think, yeah, that's that point, why I think this this is a, a little bit flawed because by the time that opening yeah. narration starts, I'm gonna be like, oh no, I gotta sit through this again. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, no, the the nukes are hidden here. <laughs> yeah, I, could, I could probably tolerate it up until the the third act. It's it's so it's so dry. It, this is a very British movie because it's very dry, like the food. <laughs> Did we discuss uh, Joshua Clement's uh, writing of British culture? We did. Okay. It's it is not. I I would rate this a solid three crumpets out of five. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And by that I mean I I spit on this movie. Nah, that's a good movie. I Bob and when we Bob and best it, movie Bob ever, and... worst movie ever? Because I'm curious. <laughs> best movie. Bob okay. would never give up his state secrets. <laughs> Josh, best movie ever, worst movie ever? Uh, I could get through about. I, I think I'd get through the movie probably about once, and then halfway through the second watch is when I'd. I'd try well, we need and, a new. Uh, cool. You already said that? Up, you, you already said that? So <laughs> yeah, I asked I'm, a different question? I'm, no, I'm sticking, I'm sticking narrative with that. prompt every <laughs> yeah. uh, week. We need, a, we need a new bit. We need a new writing we system. New we need a new podcast. If, okay, that's it. Everyone gets a, a writing system. You have to come up with it on your own and introduce it next week. That's your homework. Well, okay. I, came, I came up with mine. Mine was the torture one. I so. came up with that. We talked about that months ago. No, the torture <laughs> one was mine. You came up with the best or worst movie ever. We, we've come up with many. That's. I'm giving this worst movie ever. <laughs> I'm giving this best movie ever. Base. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it best movie ever just to make it unanimous against Dalton. <laughs> He's the reason we had to watch this movie. That also, I will say, out of movie any ever. movies, any movies that we have a majority best movie ever on, we will be rewatching at the end of the year. <laughs> right. I have a question. Why did we watch this one instead of Garfield One? Because <laughs> the title was I a tale, T A I L of two kitties. I think. See, I didn't even know that it was tale until you until you mentioned that. Yeah. No, I thought it was just like tale, and then I, as I was saying, right. I thought I didn't think know, that they would put two cat puns in the title. <laughs> What's the other? And pun? also put that title in a giant tale of two kitties, like cities, like the. The, mm. the the novel or play is that a pun or is that just the word? Well, no, it's it's a it's a play on words. It, yeah, it's or a, a pun. play on the word city because that's the the title of the the, the play or whatever. Nah, it's also in a giant trench coat. I don't I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't read books. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I think the the reason we went with Garfield two as opposed to Garfield um simon and garfield thought that there would be more to talk about and we're probably right that so i me and josh read some reviews for this movie and several of them said that this was an improvement on the first movie right saying that (laughs) there were were several reviews that said old was a great movie people said people said that the visit was (laughs) best movie ever god that movie is terrible 
All right. <laughs> we finished Garfield okay. 2. Right, new new prompt. Films. Would you rather watch this um, or the visit? Well, okay. So for the rest of your life, it's either you can only watch this or you can only watch the visit. Or actually, no, not not even you can only watch The Visit. You can watch any movie, but you have to watch The Visit every night before you go to bed. Do I also have to watch this movie every night before I go to bed? No, no. No, It's just the the only movie you can watch. Either the only movie you can watch is Garfield 2, a T-A-I-L of two kitties. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can watch any movie you want, but you have to watch M. Night Shyamalan's The Visit every night before you go to sleep. Which one would you choose? If I don't watch a movie, uh, will I like? If I don't watch a movie in that day, will I still have to you, watch? You the still visit? have to yeah, watch it. You still have yeah, to watch okay. the visit. Now I think I'm picking this. Is the only movie I can ever watch, and I'll just never watch a movie ever again in my <laughs> life. <laughs> well, at least we can finally end this fucking podcast. <laughs> at least I'm a turn for Chris Pratt's Garfield movie. <laughs> we, we probably will, if I'm being honest. Uh, the the first Garfield movie will we'll probably we'll just do a be Garfield sweep at that point. When we do, yeah. um, when we do our sequels to movies we've already seen, the the first Garfield movie may be on that list. Mm, true. The only the only thing I know that will for certain be on that list is Stuart Little too. <laughs> right, Stuart Little as well. Um, and still a little three, because we already watched Yogi Bear too, you know. So we might as well keep that. Um, right. All right, so that's it. That's the end. We are wrapping this up. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, go ahead and like and do all of the regular YouTube things. If you are listening on any of our regular streaming platforms, uh, go ahead and rate this podcast because that helps to push it out to other people uh we do new episodes of this just about every week next week we're going to be watching another movie it's going to be fun we're going to have a good time we're going to all enjoy our time that we get to spend together so thanks for watching and thanks for listening to this episode of semi-pro i always like to say morning because it was a good morning i'd be fishing